for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Live chat. Yeah. What up? We're here. Yeah. Round of applause What's going on? for another episode. It's good to be here. It's good to be alive. It's good to be well. Right. It's beautiful in Brooklyn right now. Weather cooled down a little it's bit. It's cool today. It's I like perfect it. Today. It's nice today. and cool. Mm-hmm. It's better than being nice cold. Nice little breeze. Yeah. Not yeah. too hot. Just yeah, nice, man. nice breeze, yeah. nice yeah. sun. Weather is such a good topic to just like throw out there because <laughs> yeah. it's just it immediately induces the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I just like t- talking about weather, starting shit with weather. So um, anyway, this is Blab Chat. Um, we, this is what episode thirty seven. 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 Yeah. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. We're man. Wow. By. Feels Flying like by. so much, but still so much more. To, uh, to accomplish and talk mm-hmm. about. So um, this is Blab Chat. We are an all music producer, music creator. Uh, I'll call it a podcast. Fuck it. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, we're here with Atlas the Plug. Yes, sir. Of course. Perfection. Hey. Glam. What up, though? Myself, Ill Mind. And uh, we're here with uh, su- such a, a I don't even, special guest is an understatement, but we're here with a, a legendary um, man, executive. Mm-hmm mogul like pioneer this gentleman was responsible for a lot of things that um happened in music and a lot of shifts of energies um when you're talking about you know the beginnings of hip-hop and just urban music in general and the way you know the the industry was moving and maneuvering you know, he, he was a big part of controlling and helping to control the tempo of that. And um, the result of the industry now is really we got to give it up to, to this gentleman being a big part of that. Um, so let's give a, a warm, warm round of applause for, I'm going to call him legendary, uh, uh, Steve Lobel. Yeah. Hey. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank yes, you for sir. having me. Yes, sir. Um, first of all, honor for you to join us today. Um he got so, the special mic too. You got the, yeah. you got the, Motown the mic. old school Motown <laughs> you got, mic. Got to get the the ill mic going, but um, man, you know, I, I feel like there's guys out there that definitely are familiar with you. I mean, just based off of the the massive amounts of work that you've done in the past, and uh, you know, as I said, th- this is you know, we we like to focus on like the music production side, but even really just in general the behind the scenes stuff we were talking about that a little bit before we started the show and uh talking about the importance of the guys behind the curtain the guys that are moving and shaking for the the creators and the coaches coaches, Mm -hmm. right um so uh, let's start the conversation with that i mean you've been you've been a coach quote unquote for a very long time you still coach today what i mean what you know what got you what what drives you what drove you into doing you know what like i'm a i like to play the behind the scenes because I've been around for 30 years yeah. um, and blessed still to be relevant. And 
it wasn't really about me. It's always about my clients or my artists and let them shine. That's what I do. But over the years, since social media got so big and podcasts and interviews and radio and people want to learn about the business from the inside, so to speak, I said I'll do certain things. And I got I did a This Is 50 interview and a couple other interviews and it was all great feedback because I'm giving a lot of knowledge a lot of experience I'm not talking about who's beefing with who who's fucking who excuse my language yeah. and who's faking the funk and all that stuff so then I was like you know what it's important God forbid something happened to me and a lot of other my peers that we need to we need to tell stories and we need to teach the youth about the education series about the music industry and the knowledge so um, that's why I came out and I started talking and the opportunities come I'll say alright as long as it's positive we can have great questions I'm gonna give knowledge yep um, so um what was the question, though? <laughs> oh, I was just like, what, what, what drove you to kind of be that behind-the-scenes guy? Like, oh, well, you know, if, just for the people who don't know me, and it's you know, a lot of people in the industry don't know who's anybody these days. Everybody's just doing it for the gram or look cool or the yeah. likes and stuff or different reasons, right? Um, and haven't really built a resume or stripes or even worked hard. You know, hard work really pays off if you put the time in. So for those who don't know, you're not starting the game through the late, great Jam Master J. Rest, Rest in, in peace, peace, man. You know, and um, dear friend of mine, I started off carrying Adidas bags. I started wow. carrying, you know, records. I started driving a van, just being around, not knowing what I wanted to do. And um, being around Run DMC and going to Def Jam in the early stages and seeing Leo Cohen going crazy in offices, and I'm like, damn, to be like that guy. <laughs> and, you know, Russell Simmons, who's one of my mentors, and everybody should have a mentor. I'm like, this is cool, but how do you make money? What's the position? Mm -hmm. And being around Rush Management, you know, back in the days, who managed a lot of artists that were on Def Jam, and people didn't even know that Run DMC was on Profile Records mm. with DJ Quick wow. and that, the rapper Nine. So I was around, and I'd go on the road, and I was on tours, and I was on the road with Public Enemy, with Run DMC and Beastie Boys and LL Cool J, and I'm like, this is cool, how do I make money? I didn't go to school for this. Like, mm -hmm. how do you get in where you fit in? So, you know, from the grace of God, I feel everything is always about God and we're in God's hands. I got a job at Sony Relativity. But Jay blessed me and said, Steve, take advantage of me in a good way and get in there. Because, you know, I knew I couldn't get a Def Jam, so I didn't want to even work in the music industry, so to speak, at a label. I just wound up there. And the job was, and I was getting money, and I had a, a local bar near St. John's, and I'm doing mm -hmm. whatever I'm doing. Yes. And I took the job. Didn't even worry about the pay. Because Jay was like, oh, we, can, we need someone in Sony also. So they were like, hey, you want to go put up posters in record stores around town? I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And I had no pride, no ego, and it wasn't about the money. And then I was like, well, I'm in the record stores. Why don't I ask the record stores how the CD selling or the vinyl selling and make my own notes and bring it back and let them know. And, and the marketing meetings are like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> I said, idea. you know what? I'm going to be initiative, and I'm going to do this around the country because yeah. independent retail was huge back then. Mm. So I'm calling different states and learning what's what. So then after that, I was like, you know what? Let me start finding out who's the artist in those cities and mm. those states. And next thing you know, I became an A&R. And then from there, you know, I was an A&R and I worked with Common. as I know him as Common Sense, mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the top 10 MCs. <laughs> yeah. um, the Beat Nuts, MOP, mm -hmm. 
We had to deal, deal with Suave House, which is, you know, Tony wow. Draper's label from Houston wow. with Ape on MJG, 3-6 Mafia, Mr. Mike South Circle. Well, was this around, like, um, was this, like, can, can I Borrow a Dollar Common? Yeah. Okay. No, the first album the I used to love. Resurrect. Yeah, Resurrect. Resurrect. So I got album. the plaque, and oh. I got him to sign it. That's a classic. Classic. And then, you know, like I said, M.O.P. B-Nuts, Fat Joe, mm. um, Frankie Cutlass. Um, wow. Then we had Ruthless Records there, so it was mm. Eazy-E, App Band Clan, which was Will I Am. Who else was there? Um, uh, Fatal Hussein, rest in peace, wow. I signed. So did all that, and then um, I went out to L.A. with e Easy, and he had died. Oh. I stayed out there, and then I, I started working with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm -hmm. So I've been with Bone Thugs as an A&R manager for like 23 years, which wow. is hard in this yeah. game because I live off loyalty, integrity, and respect, and that's hard to find. Yeah. And while I was in L.A., you know, I put Nipsey Hussle on, my partner, Big U. Nipsey was doing his thing in South Central. We took it to another level. And Sean Kingston, an artist named I is and man, mm. um, managed Tupac's group, The Outlaws, and the movie's coming out. <coughs> Been managing Scott Storch for like a year. Mm. Um, so you still manage Scott? Uh, you still manage Scott Scott now? Yeah, I've been managing yeah. Scott for about a year now. Wow. Just, you know, we got a lot of great By the way, on. From so a, I'm just rambling. A, just cut me off. No, no, you know, please, no please. I want you to talk. I, on, yeah. on a side yeah. note, I love, love, love Scott Storch resurgence. Right. You know I'm, so I'm, crazy? I'm a huge fan, number one. Number right. two, he he is so fucking talented. talented. And like, I, I, I don't know him. I see the IG videos and I'm like, this guy, just the drive in him, he, the passion in the music. And we talk about that a lot on this podcast, how the the passion of making music is what, you know, you need to become a, a Yeah, I mean, a, a I producer. do what I do because of the passion. Right. You know, I got a slogan that money come and go, but history stays. Yep. Continue to make history, you're going to make money. Yep. So I have my talk show live with Steve Lobel because Meekhead came up from jail. He's like, take advantage of all your contacts. So I interviewed J. Cole and I started interviewing people. I'm like, how the fuck Steve get J. Cole? He's not even a journalist. <laughs> yeah. But it was relationships and life. Right. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. So I wanted, I wanted to be the next Jimmy Kimmel or Johnny Carson of hip hop. <laughs> So That's I was tight, interviewing though. these people. Yeah. I was just sitting down, like on an environment of like at their studio or their house, and doing it. So I, I, my bucket list was deep. I got a lot of people, and then I, I said, "Let me get Scott," but I haven't seen Scott in years. Mm -hmm. So I know he went through a lot of trials and tribulations. So my man Raul from Terror Squad was with him, and he sent me the address, but then he left. So I mm -hmm. pull up the Scotts and I see Scott. And he's just sitting there, I'm like, "What's up, buddy? <laughs> How you been?" And I interviewed him, but my interviews are different. Right. So I interviewed him, and then when I was done, he's like, "You want to manage me?" <laughs> he said like, that. That's yeah. crazy. He's like, you want to manage me? And I'm like, damn. So I'm like, Scott, like, I'm humbled, but bro, like, I never managed a producer. Yeah. So I said, let me sleep on it. Yeah. So the next day I called him and I said, Scott, I got an opportunity, you know, come to Phoenix House, a drug rehab. I do a lot of motivational speaking at colleges, high schools, That's juvenile amazing. halls about the knowledge of the game. So he said, I'll go. And he wrote a letter to every kid in that um, class, but I didn't know he had such a big drug problem he was just cleaned up right so it, it sparks you know some sensitiveness to him and he's like yo steve that was a real thing so we started growing i was like oh, what do i do with a producer i'm used to calling producers to right. do stuff for my clients <laughs> so i said you know what fuck it. i'm just gonna start calling every a and r no every manager every artist and get them to come through because yep. the talent didn't leave don't matter if he lost a hundred million if he was on coke right. who cares yeah. talent's there so first thing was game Wow. Game came over. We made that record all eyes with yep. Jeremiah. Game didn't want to come. <laughs> Why didn't he want? didn't want to bring him. I'm like, yo, please give yeah. me that shot. It's the first look. It came, gave him that hit. So that was the big thing that brought Scott back. And then Scott asked me, he's like, can I get Dr. Dre's number? So I said, 
if I don't give him the number, just sitting in my phone. I don't know if I'll do business with Dre. Yeah. In life, that we have all these contacts, we don't use them. Right. Die tomorrow, what's the work? Right. So I'm like, oh, Dre gonna be mad at me? I don't care. Right. Scott was friends with him. They had a relationship. It fell out. Whatever. To take the number. It's like really? Because he asked everybody for the number. They wouldn't do. It. Everybody's scared. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. He gave him the number. He called Dre. Right. He said, "I'm going to meet Dre." I'm like, "Good luck." <laughs> and he went. Yeah. And I didn't want to go with him. No one would him. And they, they took a pic. He sent it to me. I sent it around. The shit went viral. But he got to work with him one more time. They made up. They talked. And again, that was just another thing, a little thing. So I just started going hard. And I'm like, how do I be innovative and creative as a dinosaur but be fossil fuel? Right. Uh, P&B Rock was just blowing up. Mm. Not even really. Got him to Scott's. Mm. A Boogie. Nice. Don Q. Yep. Like all these things. And then I was like, how do you know these people? I'm like, oh, shit, I'm calling the youngsters and they're telling me what's hot. Yeah. And I would just follow up with everybody and get them to Scott's. And now we got an arsenal coming out. Yep. We got, I, Two on Chris Brown's new album. Amazing. One on French's next new album with T.I. One on Don Q. Two on A Boogie. Um, That's why I'm working wow. with Casanova, too. Yeah, Casanova. I was at dinner with Casanova, Casanova. Shout Shout to Casanova. Night. <laughs> We need that Scott Storch sound back, man. Yeah. We need so, that no. sound. And you know what it is? Like, the IG is me and his girl run. So oh, we always nice. do different things. So my bucket list is to get Scott in with Quincy Jones. Of course. Mm. My other bucket list for the culture is him and Rick, uh, Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Stevie Wonder playing the piano and just YouTube it and film that. Oh, just stuff for man. the culture. Right? And then there's one more. Um, David Forster, the legendary producer, he talks about Scott in interviews. He doesn't talk about no hip-hop producers. I want to make that happen. Wow. So wow. there's so many. We have two just came out on Stevie Stone, which is Tech 9 artists. We got new uh, 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 one with all five members of Bone on a new Bone Thugs project. Amazing. On um, the game record. Um so, uh, we got a Young Doug record coming out Amazing Produced by Scott in London <laughs> on the track Oh nice um, I yeah. put him in with Murder Beats I put him with yep. Mustard Like doing innovative stuff Might have one on Nipsey's So I don't know Just I'm just freestyling the management as a, yeah. On the producer side Because yeah. I didn't manage a producer But I'm just bringing people to the table And they're yeah. like Hesitant But I'm like Yo give it a shot yep. And they come and Scott delivers And again as you said He's so talented Again When I work with producers I'm not sitting in the studio We're coming in All this laying the shit so I'm there most of the time, and I'll be in the studio making believe I'm sleeping because he doesn't want no one in the studio. He's like, all right, manager's out. So I'm <laughs> sleeping. I'm making believe I'm sleeping. Yeah. And I'm just watching this guy, and I'm trying to get it on my story real yeah. quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, you what gotta the do that. fuck? Yeah. And now it's at the point, like, it's custom made. You coming in for uh, to, to rap? Okay, what you want? We're going to make a custom order right there. You want a BLT with no mail? Okay, hold on. Yep. Right. And we've just been doing that, and... I'm teaching him the social media and filming stuff because he wants his glasses on. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be filmed like that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. And then sometimes yeah. like, yo, Steve, come in. Yeah. And I'll come in. What you think it is? And I'm like, oh, it's dope. You know, like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, it's it's like, should be like a little TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching him create the way he creates with the melodies. And if you watch his shit, he always makes this face. Yeah. Like the cigarette and the weed. Mm-hmm. But it's a method to his The, the yeah. best part about it is that it's all him. Like yeah. it's one hundred percent authentic. Well, he co-produces with people, right? You know? But but it, him him the he way he carries himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's crazy, not man. he's not faking it on mm-hmm. Instagram or anything. It's like this is the real nah, Scott Storch. No fake. Nah, when, yeah. anything with me involved with nah, man. There's no faking. Yeah, phone. it's amazing. We're not, we're not doing stuff like that, and we got to keep our integrity, man. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Nah. And I told people like like, are oh, you wasting your time? Oh, he's an ex drug addict. Ah, I'm like, oh, oh fuck man. you. Right. I'm like, like you said, the talent's still yeah, you're there. Out of your mind, yeah. like talent never left. So, and I'm telling people on my watch, he's not mm-hmm. fucking around. Mm-hmm. So if I do call an A and R, they they say, well, last time, nah, last time wasn't around. Oh, if you fucking with it, Steve, then we're gonna come through. Right. 
Mm. I clean up a lot of relationships for them. And yeah. we, we we doing our thing now. Knock on wood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's, yeah. What's the, Humbly. What's the difference for you with like uh, managing a producer and like an artist? Like what's the biggest difference or the yeah. biggest difficulty? Management, just so you know, is like a baby. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. Yeah. No matter, yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Scott, yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, you worse than my artist sometimes. Because, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, I got him traveling now playing the keys. We just did the Roots picnic. So, yeah. but, you know, look, I didn't start off being a manager. Right. Everything was organically fell in and, and, and God, right? I met with Casalova last night. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Right. I think he's very talented. He's going to mm -hmm. bring New York somewhere back, right? But people come at me. But I never had no balance. Mm -hmm. And as a manager, it's your clients first, then your second. Yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. a selfless person. It's mm -hmm. always about everybody. I'm a giver, right. not a taker. But I only know to take advantage of me because right. I live off respect, mm -hmm. not a, a sucker. Mm -hmm. So, but I didn't know that I was a high paid babysitter. I didn't know I was a psychiatrist. <laughs> I didn't know I was a loan shop. I didn't know how to deal with baby mothers. Yeah. I didn't know how to go pick up kids from school. Yeah. I didn't know how to go put out that fire. I'm like, damn, like a lot of stress. And then it's yeah. tough Network. because sometimes yeah. you have to put your emotions on a back burner to mm -hmm. yeah. not let no, that affect. I don't put no emotions and feelings. I'm very blunt to yeah. mine and, and yeah. tell a motherfucker how no, it I'm is. No, I'm saying like in, in the sense of like what you're me. personally yeah, going through. You I'm know what I mean? I'm not my personal yeah. shit to nobody. Yep. That's why I keep yeah. all my personal away from social media mm -hmm. and away from a lot of people's business. I did put myself out there and I did Millionaire Matchmaker twice mm -hmm. and people like, oh, you looking for a girl? Yeah, but I was really doing it for the culture. If you saw it, I brought yeah. The, the, the girl to the DJ Academy yeah. but it's hard I'm not gonna meet a girl's gonna love me for me right. yeah. I'm older and you know yeah. it's, it's a harder what situation what you come with yeah, yeah. where but does that where does the like the go-getter attitude like where does that come from for I mean, me that like, comes from Queens man Queens. I'm from Queens New York <laughs> yeah. I don't forget where I come from a lot mm -hmm. of people should never forget where they come from my dad is OG Ted I put him on Instagram but I loves him like he, he always told me when I was young like oh you want that bicycle go work you mm. want the dirt bike go work. Ain't no silver spoon here. Yep. So I was raking leaves. I was delivering newspapers. I was washing dishes, whatever to make money. And I'm just, I, and the passion and the drive, like, I don't do nothing really for the money. Money don't make me. The Rolex don't make me. The car don't make me. What makes me is my soul, my heart, my mm -hmm. integrity, you know? Mm -hmm. yep. And I, I, I speak to a lot of young kids, and I'm letting them know, like, it's deeper than the views or, or trying to be cool or the chain or the watch mm -hmm. or the yeah. car. But... You know, in my history, I'm self-made and self-taught. I couldn't sit in high school. I didn't right. graduate from college. I was drinking too many orange sodas and Snickers, so I had <laughs> that fucking sugar. Room. Yeah. And everything I made, I made myself with, you know, sometimes a team, sometimes a not. And people need to understand that a team is important. There's no yeah. I in team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Together, everybody achieves more. Yeah. But... My success, and I'm not going to say the keys to my success, because I know Khaled way before Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> everybody follows that. I'm glad. I'm God bless him, man. Yeah. Grateful. Shout to Khaled. Yeah. You know, yeah. Khaled his is career Khaled. has been elevated because of his personality. Personality trumps talent. Right. And I'm happy he got a beautiful son. And, you know, Fat Joe put him on, Terror Squad to the fullest. And, um, you know, my success, I don't want to say keys, was organization. Mm. We have to be organized in life and in the business because you can get distracted, right? Yeah. yeah. Follow up. If we don't follow mm -hmm. up, I'm not sitting here today. Right. Yep. You're not having me, mm -hmm. right? right? So in this music industry, you meet so many people daily. You got to follow up with them. Mm -hmm. I got to follow up with this lawyer because this tr this producer agreement got to yep. get done. Oh, that promoter wants to book bone. I got to do this and that. Oh, the movie screener. You got to follow up, right? Yep. So follow up. Yeah. Communication. We got to communicate. It's big in life. I'm not great in my personal right. life, but in business, I communicate like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I, I over communicate. Um, I don't take no for an answer. Mm. 
common sense, which is not common. Right. So I got follow-up, organization, communication, never taking no for an answer, and common sense. Those were my keys to success. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. It, this goes back to our conversation we had with Ryan Leslie about follow-up, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's actually taking matters into his own hands and he's you know uh, i don't know if you follow what he's been doing but he's sort of like in the tech world now yeah, of course and uh he, you know he's developing this software called superphone that allows for you to have the technology to be able to really organize your contacts mm -hmm. and say quick example would be you know um maybe you know i need to start calling my mom you know more often than i do so you can set your phone to where it'll alert you and say, hey, you haven't called your mom in two weeks. Maybe you should shoot her a text, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. all those little reminders go a long way. You're right. I mean, follow-up is everything, you man. You touched something real special to me now. But I want to say this real quick, right? Yeah. So people start clowning Chameleon there because he's got front row seats at the Golden State game. Yeah. Cleveland. Oh, I didn't even hear about They're that. They're clowning him, right? Mm -hmm. they like, where has he been? Where's he been? Idiots, Chameleon there is in the tech world. Yep. So mm -hmm. right away, people are stereotype of chameleon there. Yeah, we want to grab him together for riding dirty with Crazy Bone. He's been a great artist, but he's in the tech world. So again, people judge right away. Mm -hmm. How, he's a bum. Why is he in the front row? No, yeah. you're the bum. You don't, you even don't know what that. he yeah. Yeah. That app, when you're saying about your mom, right? When I do do interviews and people ask me regrets, I say my biggest regret is that I didn't spend enough time with my family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My mom passed away six years ago, right? Mm -hmm. My mom would call me all the time, like, come home for bar mitzvah, come home for a wedding, come home for Passover, come home for Hanukkah, Christmas, holidays. I'm like, damn, I'm over here in Israel with Sean Kingston, <laughs> yeah. Sean Kingston getting his bag, and I don't think I'll ever touch the wall <laughs> if I'm not here with Sean Kingston. Yeah. Mom, I'm over here in Prague, which I didn't even know what the fuck Prague was. You didn't know, I, you can't even spend time. Hold on, Mom. Every time I see you, a lot of family that? stuff, yeah. some travel in the world, and I got caught up in that high because mm. the rap business didn't show me the world. The pop singers did. Yeah. So I'm experiencing things, and I'm like, I'm trying this food. I'm going to sightsee here. Right. I'm not just sitting in a room till the show. So I missed out on, you know, family. Yeah. So when mom passed, I was fucked up. Right. Like, shit. So I, that was my biggest regret. I'm like, damn, you could take everything and just give my mom back. Yeah. So when I buried my mom, people I thought would be there for me weren't there for me. The people mm. I made rich and famous and so on and so forth. And mm. only God could judge. So I was like, let it mm. be. But I, 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 I felt like I did a bit in jail. I was down. I was with a girl. She left me. I went to kill myself. I was fucked up. My mom oh, died man. in front of me. I had no one die in front of me. Right. She waited for me to come mm. home. And she, had a, she was in a coma. She opened eyes and died. So I was fucked up. So now I spend a lot of time with my dad, OG Ted. And I come to New York a lot to spend time with him. And I, I needed to go back to L.A. I don't know when this airs, but, you mm. know. Next week. The Tupac premiere mm. last mm. night. Because mm. I managed the Outlaws. And I text Snoop, I text Outlaws, I text LT Hutt and Benny Boom. I said, guys, as much as I want to be there, I can't make it. Mm. I need to stay in New York for Father's Day with my dad. So I made sure I found out that we're doing something here tonight in New York, and they are. So, you know, family is important, but we don't realize that because it goes back to balance and yeah. running right. around chasing our yeah. dream and getting yeah. caught up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and then it's like, you know, I deal with that too a lot where it's like I feel like I always have to work. Yeah. Because like we you know, it's interesting. Someone tweeted one day, um I forgot how you pronounce her name. It's Fadia. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um she works at Instagram, she worked at Dev Champ, she's done a lot. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. but she tweeted something one day that I was just like, That is true. She said, you know, the music industry is the only industry where you can bust your ass and you might not make it. <laughs> Yeah, and that's true because it's like yeah, obviously with hard work, you know right. what I mean. Correct. You know, hard work and God goes yeah. anywhere. See my shirt. But, 
we working. That's right. Yeah. I'm always working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we've seen it. People that have worked for years, mm, maybe yep. they haven't been put in a proper situation or, you know, put themselves right. in front of the right people, but there have been people that just grind and they don't necessarily get to See, where they need to get it's, to. It's weird because I don't believe in not making it. Right. I think everyone makes it. some I think, form. I think, I think everyone makes it if they don't quit yeah so never give up yeah so in that point it's Mm -hmm. like i feel like a lot of people even in the music industry it's like grind grind every day you got to do whatever you can you know like people always talk about the 24 hours there's 24 hours in in a day day. you always have to be doing something so i feel like a lot of people in the music industry feel like they always have to be doing something and grinding to get to their goal and we tend to forget about family normal life and friends and the normal life and that's tough less is more yeah, right. it's smart. And quality work is over smart. quantity, but the aspect of the industry I was in, I had a sickness. I did radio, retail, management, A and R, security, hype man, DJ, driver, <laughs> every aspect of the industry I know. And what happens is, you're right. We all saying we're grinding, mm-hmm. but you get to a point like you do so much grinding, you forget about reality right. or your family and real life. I know people have been trying to do this music industry for ten years, mm-hmm. fifteen years, never got a check in it. Not one. They don't know how to make money. I know people that got money trying to get in the music industry and buying their way into the game and never were successful. I know football players, basketball players spending to get in the game and don't make it. It's it's so it is definitely a grind and hard work. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been in the game thirty years, and that's why I'm not married. I have no kids because I didn't have the time, and I wanted. I didn't want my children growing out without a father there because you really got to put the work in. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, less is more. Yeah. But for the younger generation that's sense? out there really trying to grind and work. It's everything. Like, everybody's trying to get in the industry and grind mm-hmm. and work. So if you ain't outsmarting them or working smarter than them, not harder, or being creative, innovative, you're just going to run in the same block there everybody else got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's facts. Trust me. Like, I've seen it for so long. I watched right. back like, damn, you're still trying to do this? And a lot right. of people came up with me. They threw their towel in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got out. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is, you know, it's funny because I think it's maybe calmer, right? It's funny. Last night I had, a, you know, I went to dinner with Casanova, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my man texted me this morning who was at the dinner, and I was like, "Damn, this shit is so real." It's my man Dirty said, "God continues to bless with, God continues to bless you with the things you love the most. Count your blessings every time one door closes to open because of your passion." Right. So. Wow. I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to wow. stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because God keeps blessing me. And I, shit, I want to tell Scott I didn't want to do it. Right. Yeah. But I did it. And now it's just, I don't know. I don't know yeah. when the wheel's yeah. going to stop. I think yeah. I outrun it, every 25 yeah. year old. It's interesting, yeah. though, because, like, when you look at, like, obviously, we know a lot in the music industry mm-hmm. has changed. Yeah. Right. You know? So it's like, I look at it where it, for some people I get it's difficult to get in the door because you deal with a lot of ego in the industry where it's Mm -hmm. like like you said and we all know it's about who you know it's relationships and a lot of people tend to look at you as far as like okay but who do you know Mm -hmm. who knows you where have you worked so it kind of stops people from getting a lot of opportunities or let's say for instance like someone's trying to work at a label you know it's like did you go to school? Do you have a degree? Who do you know? Who referenced, you know, who's your reference versus like back in the yeah. day, I think, you know, everyone was so open to working with each other and opportunities were easier. Yeah. So that's why I feel like it was easier to be an A&R and to be a DJ and to move into being a producer and, you know, working at a label. Whereas today it's kind of like sometimes though you gotta, you gotta allow the doors to, you gotta work hard for the doors to open. But I think 
a lot of people in the music industry have an ego where they don't even give you a chance. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. 100% I always say everything that's hot is going to get cold one day. Yep. Everything mm-hmm. goes up must come down. Yep. And that is a big problem, egos. And egos destroys mm-hmm. a lot of relationships and mm-hmm. careers. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I have no ego. I'm just confident who I am. I'm not cocky. I'm mm-hmm. confident. Mm-hmm. And I could stand my chest out and know who I am as a man. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people can't. I'm not a follower. I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. I don't follow trends. I set trends. Right. But anybody who knows me my whole life is like, Steve's a real guy. He don't really smile. Mm-hmm. He's, he mm-hmm. sticks to his word. He walks the walk. He's always in Adidas. And he's <laughs> just himself. <laughs> yeah. I don't follow. James Cruz called me yesterday, yeah. man. He's like, Steve, you know I respect about you? You never changed. Mm-hmm. I can't change. Once you change, like, uh, why would I You be start talking? losing why yourself. Would yeah. I right. Hollywood? Yeah. Why would exactly. it is? Yeah. And, right. and again, I, I always tell my youngster right here, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can go to school for the biggest things, but if that door don't open, exactly. you're screwed. Yeah. Right. And these days, even worse, because everybody got to work for free. Yep. You right. know, back in the days, you worked as an intern, you climbed your ladder, and you was yeah. able to get a lot mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. These days, the record companies ain't paying a lot right. of money. Nope. Mm-hmm. I was telling them yesterday, like, we just need to start a little company, sign an artist, you can make more mm-hmm. money, imagine a great artist that blows up yeah. for performances than even working at a label. Yeah. 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 Amen. So, and you know, everybody's you know, in their own little circle. They don't want to see the next person yeah. come in because yeah. they get intimidated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, you're going to take my job. Mm-hmm. So I hate when people get intimidated. I hate people yeah. who stereotype people. Yeah. I hate racism. I hate people who uh, judge. Yeah. All that. I get every day people say, why do you think you're black? Why do you think you're hip hop? I'm like, you fucking ignorant. Oh, fuck. right. That's yeah. ignorance right there. Right. Right. Ignorance. Black. Yeah, so, every every yeah. white rich kid <clears throat> want to be in the music industry, be around the culture, yeah. but don't want to be in the county jail. Yeah. Don't want to be on mm-hmm. Rikers Island. Right. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to be in South Jamaica or Los, South Los Angeles. Yep. But they want to live the culture and, and mm-hmm. live that lifestyle because Kendall, um, you know, Kendall or, or whatever, Kylie Jenner is right. fucking popular dating this one. Yeah. Or Adidas shell toes are in now because this one's wearing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> yep. So that's why we say people need to learn that hip hop started with breakdancing, yep. DJing, graffiti, yep. you know, and it's deeper than social media. Mm-hmm. And again, like if you're a white rapper and you say the N-word, you got your pants off your ass and fake chains and you just right. think you hip. But you don't know who the Beastie Boys and third bases hip hop right, don't know you. Right. And I could go into yeah. every different thing, you know, not just yeah. white rappers, but that's why I'm keeping the culture that's alive. Hip hop don't know you if you don't know about if you're a producer and you don't know about publishing mm-hmm. and splits. Yeah, right. And um, you know, splits, publishing, um, um Royalties. Royalties. Yep. Yeah. Um ASCAP, BMI, mm-hmm. CSAC, mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you doing this for right. me? Yeah, I had we had, I had a producer come up to me and they said uh, yeah, you know, I got a publishing deal. I was like, okay, what, what publishing deal was? You know, I got a deal with ASCAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, they don't, know. They don't like, know. That's why people need to educate themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's that's you know that's why we started this podcast mm-hmm. is right. is the you know the bulk of the knowledge and the stuff we talk about here is geared towards you know if I was an upcoming music producer and I didn't know what publishing was Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out I'm on YouTube you know looking at the tutorial videos how do I get placements how do I how do I get on a Drake album and you know it's come to the point where there's literally millions and millions of producers globally that are all trying to get get it and do the same thing yeah and so we talk about that a lot here, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of these common denominators that we've discovered, and and, and a lot of those were stuff that you said. Um, you know, what's your kind of like first uh, first reaction opinion on, you know, let's say for instance there was this producer, and they're really talented. They've been maybe you know grinding for like five years. Their music is good enough. 
I'm still a little wet behind the ears, but good enough. And let's say they, you know, want they you met and then you know um, they wanted you to manage them, right? right. Well, you know, what would be your sort right. of in, in this whole life and industry, everything is about knowledge and the experience, right? I just want to touch on one other thing, right? Mm-hmm. NWA movie comes out, mm-hmm. and there was an app on Instagram that you could make straight out of Brooklyn or oh, straight yeah. out of yeah. I did. So every kid, I you know, that. young kid was doing that, but. Did you really know who was in NWA? Right. It was a trend, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a story that in that movie, if you see them mentioned, they mentioned Bone Thugs twice. Mm-hmm. Once when Easy was dying, rest in peace, E with the cassette, and once when he ran into Ice Cube in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I was with Easy there, mm-hmm. but they didn't show it. In, they didn't show it in the movie, mm-hmm. but in real life. It's crazy. You understand? I used to drive around the country with Fat Joe, and Pun was his hype man, and then Pun blew up, yeah. and then he dies as all type allegations. The guy used to own a bar on my phone every day to call his kids. Right. But the question you have, like, I meet people all day long yeah. that want to give me a cassette. I mean a cassette shit. A CD, <laughs> yeah. or a, a flash drive. Flash right. Or, yo, or approach me like, yo, man, what's up? Put me on. Like, first of all, I said, hold on. Right. They right. approach me like that. I'm, I'm a street guy. Yeah. I'm not pussy. So, <laughs> right. so no, I don't like people when they approach you like that, like right. you owe somebody something. Right. Right? Yeah. right. So you come to approach someone the way you want to be treated with respect. I give respect, want respect, right? And... Of course, we're living in a world of like social media, email, mm-hmm. Twitter. And you know, I've seen people get discovered off of MySpace, mm-hmm. YouTube, Twitter. So, you know, people DM. I have my Steve Lobel Consulting. I'm like, oh, send me music, check it out for a fee, give you all feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't manage everybody. Right. And I don't want to manage no more. I'd rather mm-hmm. consult because I want a life. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have Word a child up. one day, maybe, or even enjoy life. I've seen the world and I enjoyed it, but. Sometimes it's good to get away from the business mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Right. Yeah. So my advice to people is first thing, say you're an artist. Mm-hmm. Who are you as an artist? Half the time, they like they don't even know who they are. Right. So you don't even yeah. know yourself, what you are. No, yeah, I'm from Queens, I rap. You know, I want to be Pac. Uh, no, that's not an artist. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's your stage show going to look like? And right. What's your end game? And they, they, they mm-hmm. don't even know. So don't know. get to know that and come back. Because that's what a Jimmy Iovine or Leo So get Cohen to know are. yourself first. Yeah, yeah exactly. ultimately. Because everybody's following the trend. Um, a producer, same thing. Like, when people ask me, like, hey, I got tracks, I'm cool because I managed Scott. Yeah. I got to focus on that because right. the only way you make money with a producer is if he gets a placement. Mm-hmm. He ain't like an artist out there on tour. Right. So I got to put my time into that. But I will check your shit out. And if it's hot, I might come on over to Scott's and do drums. Right. And that's how I put Scott in with, like, the murder beats. Yep. The Metro Boomins. Yep. And I'm like, and even younger guys that don't got a name yet because they could be the next Dr. Dre. So I'll do that. But my always advice to people when I meet them is like, you know, be humble, mm-hmm. approach people with respect, follow up in a nice way, and just be creative, be yourself. Don't follow a trend. Like create a sound that's going to yeah. be different. Mm-hmm. And if producers, I'm like, okay, you're the producer, you got some new shit, mm-hmm. you're the new artist. Why don't you become like Timbaland and Missy? Or, or yep. Dre and Snoop right. or Swiss and DMX and create a sound as an artist and come up mm-hmm. together like YG and Mustard yep. and go out and do like that. Yep. So, you know, it's hard, you know, again, and, and you know, a lot of people got homeboy management <laughs> and they don't get to the next level <laughs> yeah. because they don't know yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to navigate through the business. I'm trying to throw all my knowledge and experience off the people around me so they could take over because I can't keep doing this forever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that touches yeah. on something that somebody asked me um, they were just like, uh, how did you get your, how do you get a manager? How did you get a manager? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, just already how he asked me, I was like, damn, you got to find somebody that really 
fuck with you. We got to yeah. find someone who's passionate, who wants to work with you. Otherwise, you're just always going to be like, I need a manager. Right. There should be somebody that you already thinking like, who really like is down for me? Who's mm-hmm. like not a yes man? Who's been telling me huh. like, yeah. you know, who's been really giving it to me real and raw? And like, that's who you got to you got to go with the people who support you and like are going to be passionate about your vision and yeah, like trying to, a lot of yes know, help. around people. Yep. A lot yeah. of dick riders, we call right. them. Yeah. And you know, and they don't want to tell the real because they're scared they're gonna lose the, that position and stuff. I've never been like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're absolutely right, and it's yeah. hard because, and there's the times that you know you could come up with ours, put mm-hmm. put your life on the line for them, and they get amnesia. Right. They catch oh, a little. And fame. I heard, I've heard so they many of those stories too. And yeah. They catch Someone got in their ear. Right. <laughs> that never happened with me. That yep. with me but mm-hmm. I've been through it and seen mm-hmm. it. People been in their ear and saying this, saying that. And the integrity and the calm was good with me because I've been with Bone 23 years. So mm-hmm. if so I was amazing. stealing or robbing or doing things, yeah. well, how would I be with someone so long? Right. So long. Yeah. And yeah. you're right, you know. But you can find like I believe in you. I'm fucking with you. We ain't making no money yet, but we're gonna grind. E40 and his manager, they don't have Chaz, paperwork yeah, to this no, day. Yeah, well, Chaz's not with him. Oh, them now no they more, do. But <laughs> you know, he's not with him. But you're right. Oh but yeah, yeah. Sometimes it ain't about paperwork. Sometimes it's a handshake because paperwork means nothing. Sometimes it right. don't. Just like if, if I'm married to you, right? And you after 20 years, I, I don't be with you no more. I gotta accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm managing you and you don't want to be with me no more, we got paperwork or not, it does it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna keep going. But I tell the young people, like, get someone who's passionate at your music or tracks like you are mm-hmm. and have them grind with you mm-hmm. and learn as you grow and have you know, has to know how to knock these doors and get through these things and deal with people on a yeah. professional level too. And maybe go find a videographer that's in high school that wants to be around mm-hmm. some cool mm-hmm. shit and let him start shooting your visuals and yeah. taking your pictures right. and then get someone who's in school with you that knows how to do a little bit of social media yep. in their spare time. And you can build shit on your whole t- right. team right there. Yep. Right. And you grind with them as they go. Because I've been with people, we have made a dime together and we're rocking till we make the money. And when we make the money, we're going to break the money. I'm not going to say, oh shit, now I made the money, peace. Right. You gotta, you know, you feed people. That's yep. how it goes. Yep. You know? I, you know what, you know what's a, a again a, a, an underlying conversation we have on here is relationships, and we, you know, we're talking about that a lot in this conversation. And I think um, what I'm discovering is a, a big disconnect with producers is that a lot of music producers, not all, but a lot of them are recluse. They're introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. Uh, you know they don't really have commu- the strong communication skills and you know the drive that you have steve mm. and some of us like to be able to just like go into a room and and start start a conversation and like get a phone number and like network mm-hmm. right yeah. so the idea of networking is great but when it comes down to actually going and doing it i think that's where people lose it so what are over the years for you what were some things that maybe you've learned along the way that can be kind of helpful tips or hints for someone who's doesn't have the personality but really just needs to get out there and start getting I to mean, know people. Close mouth don't get fed. Yeah. You ain't gonna bring me into no environment that I'm walking away with something. Yeah. See that happen. right there, that confidence right there mm-hmm. is what you need. Yeah, I mean to do it. I've been like that my whole life <laughs> and I was at Summer Jam on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I know most of the people, but I don't know Dave East. Right. I'm going to get Dave East. Yeah. I'm walking right up to him. Who the manager? Oh, what's up, man? Steve, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm at Scott Storch. We need to make this happen real quick. Let mm-hmm. me get the number. And I'm going to follow up. You know, it might be a little easy because, like, oh, we know who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are seeing you on this yeah. and that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go into a room, nine out of ten times I know most of the people from my years in the game. Yeah. But if you have many years in the game, shit, go out there and just 
raped yeah. the whole room. So but you had to start somewhere. Yeah, you started with no contact. Right. Closed mouth don't get fed, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go in and make relationships, and make relationships, and build relationships organically. It's funny you keep, you brought up Casanova, right? Mm-hmm. I went to dinner with him last night. I only know the guy two months. Mm-hmm. I met him once because someone was at a restaurant, the same restaurant as I was last mm-hmm. night. It's funny that called me and said, "Yo, Casanova's team is here. I want to meet him so bad." And then I hit my guys from Warehouse Music, oh man, Germ and Mem Bleak and them, like. I thought you fucked with Casanova Manello. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, let's peel at this restaurant. I said, I need to connect with them because I want to get in with Scott. So then they came to LA on the Chris Brown tour, mm-hmm. connected them, like, come over. They came to Scott's. They worked. And like I said, just organically. Right. Next thing you know, I go to the Chris Brown tour in Anaheim the next day. I'm on my own strength in there. See them, like, oh, what up, OG? And I'm in there. Go to LA, see me again. So we're building relationships, we're building relationships organically. Mm-hmm. And I see him at Summer Jam. Over time. Next thing you know, he's yeah. like, he's telling Jerem, I want his number. I want to fuck with that guy. And then <laughs> we went to dinner last night on some just hangout stuff. Everything I feel in life is organic. Right. If you force it, and first, of course, guard. Mm-hmm. But if you force it, it's fake. So yeah. let everything be organically correct. Like, I might stay in touch with all four of you, but. Out of two of you, organic might be there. Mm-hmm. We might have something in common. We might not even have something in common. Because usually at the time, I don't have much in common with people. Right. Because I'm not that type of guy. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really like is football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't have a lot of things in common with a lot of people. I'm not with Louis Gucci and, yeah. you know, this popping bottles or this club or right. strippers or um, this nice restaurant. I'm an easy guy. Right. But I don't know. Like, any time I do go out, because time is life. Mm-hmm. And time is valuable. It's not time is money, time is life. Mm-hmm. So when I, I go like to that. places, I got to make sure that it's going to benefit me and my team and my crew or my people. Because if not, then I, why would I wait? That's why I don't go mm-hmm. to strip clubs and clubs just right. to hang out. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Spend yeah, money I tell for a look. all the time, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, well, you know, such such going to be at Starlet's. <laughs> so everybody runs. They're like, yo, maybe I'll network on my, Oh, Meek's there. Yeah. Oh, he's throwing. He's there. Throwing money, looking at asses, drinking. He don't care about right. you, you, you rapping too much. You can't to get him. in his no. VIP. So <laughs> he doesn't care. You want to meet people, you got to go to the exclusive, nice parties mm-hmm. where you can do that. Yep. You know, so even with industry shit, I try to stay away from that too because the industry don't support the industry. Mm-hmm. Right. So if there's a listening party, oh, we're going to come see who's there. Yep. We're going to come and eat the food, food, drink the liquor, get some flicks for the gram. If I'm doing listen to party, I'm doing listen to party for the artist fans. Right. Fuck the industry because they're not going to buy it and support it. Yep. Yeah. But you have to pick and choose yeah. certain things. So, yeah. again, um, wow. I walk into a room. I'm not trying to take it over. I'm just trying to see what I could get in there. Take advantage. And sometimes, shit, I walk into a room like, all right, this ain't the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. I'm never intimidated by people, but sometimes I'm like, you know what? Shit, this ain't gonna work in here. Yeah. Or you know what? This is definitely gonna work. Yeah. It's funny because like I'll I'll go to the Hamptons, be around, you know, all these rich white people, and they'll be looking at me like, who is this fucking guy dressed like this, this, and that? <laughs> but then when they find out I'm in the rap game, of course, and I manage this one, or have access to Austin Mahone or Justin Bieber, oh, I'm their best friend. Right. But those are the same kid people telling their kids, oh, don't be around the end people at school, mm-hmm. but you're the first ones buying the first five rows of the Knicks game. Yeah. Yep. So you're a hypocrite. Yeah. You get it? I walk in the South Central with my Rolex on and feel comfortable. What's up, my nigga? Saying the N-word. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being around rolling 60 Crips or whatever. Right. And it's respect. It ain't about I'm white, this, that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. It's just uh, everybody in life ain't us or yeah. me or this one or that one. So people know how to navigate through the way they navigate. 
Yeah. My personality is crazy, no filter. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. So, well, that, I mean, you, know, you got to live your life that's that why way. I'm a manager mm-hmm. because I'm, I could be the scumbag one day, a nice guy the other day. You have to be. I got to fight mm-hmm. for you. I imagine you. Shit, we need every goddamn placement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to do it the right way yep. because we got 100 billion producers we're dealing with to compete with. Right. Yep. 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 I love it. I love it mm-hmm. all, man. I love it all. I, I know you're. You need no, to. I'm good. I'm go rocking. I love it. I love the question. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have a question for you. So, yeah, like, please, because you've been quiet over there, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm taking it all in, yeah. man. He's usually Same. good over there with your Louis Vuitton glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, being in the game as long as you've been in the game, and you know, still killing it, and obviously having Scott Storch now, which is incredible. Um, I think that was a great pickup uh, on your end. What do you notice is different, especially like... Shit, whether I'll say on his end too, man. We a team, baby. Right, right. <laughs> uh, like whether it's coming, whether it's an artist or like producers, you know, now like you were saying with social media and stuff like that, do you feel like... How do you feel as far as the, are getting out there? Do you feel like artists are a little more lazy now or producers? Because back in the day, you know, like you we carried the crate. So right. you went to Hot 97 uh, and yep. you stood downstairs to wait for Flex or whatever people were doing. <laughs> do you think like... Now, with social media, it's a little bit easier, or do you oh, feel... Man, I like, love you. I love that question. Yeah, You know, I come from the grassroots, right? Mm-hmm. I used to get in a van with Fat Joe. The guy didn't fly. And Pun was his hype man. Two fat motherfuckers <laughs> with $40 to eat. Wow. And then four other killers, Puerto Ricans. And I'm Jewish. I'm from Queens. They're from the Bronx. And I would take them on the road. And we would drive to Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. And we would go to the record stores, we go to the mix show radio, college radio, uh, secondary market radio, mm. um, the gyms, the barber shops, the, the clubs at night, and we would give out vinyl, we'd give out cassette samplers, t-shirts, keychains, mm. whatever. And that grind was real, man. And it was a lot of work. And, you know, Traveling and getting on planes every day with Sean Kingston and going around the world. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, driving around Run DMC touring or being on, with Bone Thugs for like six months on tour or doing a, a year with but- Justin Bieber on tour with Sean Kingston and Ayers or, mm-hmm. you know, um, getting in a, a, a minivan and doing a, a, a promo tour up and down the East Coast. It was a lot of work because you had to go out there and kiss the babies, handshakes, network, meet people. People want to network with you mm-hmm. and see you and see you perform and you're developing artists back then because you're getting a seven album deal Fat Joe when he put out Flo Joe he's not popping right away because mm-hmm. you gotta build that mm-hmm. so we really worked and those grassroots are gone so I think when social media came and the internet came it's a gift and a curse because I, I love social media I play with it a lot but I think that the work ethic is not like it used to be mm-hmm. right. because Got it. when we did Bone and Biggie we had to be in the studio it wasn't like Oh, we're just gonna send an MP3 and get right. them on there. But sometimes we would send a two-inch reel. Would take three days and then another <laughs> six days right. overnight that back. shit. So now it's like I'm gonna press a button and send my video to World Star. I'm gonna press a button and get this guy on the, on the mm-hmm. song. We don't even know the artist. Um, it's gonna press this and send this to Spotify. And you know what? I'm just gonna wait till they call for me to give me money. So the mm-hmm. artists are lazy these days because yeah. they don't know the grind. Again, it's not their fault because they don't know better. Right. They don't know how it was to sell 10 million records. I did, but now. I have to adapt and learn how to know that I'm gonna only sell five million streams and that money ain't gonna be the same. Yeah. Or Scott used to buck 50 and you might get 20 now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we went through, the, I'm just glad I'm alive that I was rocking with pay phones and beepers and I can right. rock now with iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to, you have to able to 
go through the seasons yeah. or the years. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I feel like I, everybody's yeah. fucking lazy these days because yeah. they just sit home and so I can just do the work from there. Yeah. And I get lazy myself sometimes. And I want to sit on the couch and be like, I'm working from now, so damn, I'm just going to yeah. be on my right. phone, fucking with social media, emails, calls, text yeah. messages. And I'm like, hold on. I can't do this. I got to get out. Right. But see, that's what makes guys like you be able to maneuver better than other people mm-hmm. because you, you take those grass That's the key word right there, yeah. so you know, maneuver. I'm, yeah. a, I'm the maneuver and leverage king. Yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah. it's also like in the industry, you know, when there's no more artist development obviously like labels yeah. don't invest they don't no, they don't no. invest in artist development <clears throat> unless you're an independent company or you're working with an artist side to side and that's what you want to do mm-hmm. that's what you want to invest in but labels don't deal with artist development they only look f- nowadays obviously they look for artists that already have a hit have that a already have a buzz yeah. Yeah. how many right. numbers yeah. you have Not on social media mm-hmm. you know what is out the yeah, so yeah. I think, you know, the industry pushes social media a lot, too, and it kind of conditions artists and producers to look at that as, mm-hmm. like, the main source well, yeah. for networking, which nowadays mm-hmm. it kind of is but again like the industry is very how many followers yeah, does that artist question, have that's the first question yeah, I, I numbers. wish that it goes back to signing someone off raw talent mm-hmm. right right. instead of like how many likes views that's what I'm saying uh, how many people have. retweeted him but do you, do you, you know? think the raw talent approach can still be effective from A to Z I think it's gonna Z. come back and it's gonna be effective when someone bees a leader not a follower and puts their balls on the line right um, because sometimes like I see someone say I got two million followers I look at the likes but I said, hold on. Yeah. You got a record out on Spotify. You got a record on iTunes. You got a record on TuneCore. You got a record on Apple Music. What do you got? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so what's the analytics on that? Because mm-hmm. right. if it ain't at least 10% of your followers, then you ain't really interacting and mm-hmm. connecting right. with the people. Yeah, it's one third. You can't fool me, but you can fool someone else. Yeah, and then the industry jumps on like this. Okay, so you want to sign this artist over Atlantic, and then Def Jam finds out, then Interscope finds out, then Sony finds out. Next thing you know, like, oh, I'm gonna go try to get the artist too, and then the (laughs) artist fucks up because she came with a little bit more money, Mm -hmm. was competing Mm -hmm. with you. All should have went with you from the beginning. Right. You know what? Yep. You interested you in believe the talent? They were interested because they want to be the first one. That's when it fucks up with the business. Yeah. That's crazy. That, yeah, that there are out there, though. Yeah, we put Nipsey on. Everybody laughed. Like, ah, he looks like Snoop. Oh, it's gang member. Now one gives a fuck. Now everybody love Nipsey. Yeah. Because the whole industry, most industry is a bunch of followers, man. Not yeah. a lot of leaders. And I'm yeah. I'm about empowerment. Like, yeah. I posted a picture the other day with Rob Stone from Fader. Mm-hmm. And I said, hip-hop don't know if you don't know Rob Stone. <laughs> like, yo, who's this white yeah. guy? I'm like, you fucking ignorant. Yeah, fuck. right, yeah. That, you know, he's somebody in this culture. Yeah. Like, and that's why I like to empower. I was with Don... Don um, um, from Vibe, Dante. Uh-huh. I call him Dante, but it's Don too. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know him mm-hmm. if you don't know the game. Like, and that's why I'm about empowering people and and teaching people about who's who in this game that are still doing it, yep. and are still relevant, and are still pushing this culture alive. Mm-hmm. That have a resume and strike. Sp- speaking speaking of that, who are some uh, who are some newer, younger guys in the industry that you you respect I mean, that you kind of see A&R's, in uh, any, anyone everybody, in the everything people, young artists, cats like that, uh, these yeah. kids got it that I'll, say, got I'll it. say um A&R's my man Orlando Watson shout mm-hmm. out to Orlando I met Orlando through a mutual friend he's from the streets and you know a lot of these A&R's from the past and present they'll fly an artist up to the office but don't really go to them mm-hmm. and see them in their environment he does that He'll go. so he put on P&B Rocks Kodak Black A Boogie Don Q I seen him at Roots Picnic. I seen him at a game of cigars. He's like, really? I said, smoke that, man. Sit back and enjoy <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I said, damn, P&B Rocks bought you that Benz? 
Yeah, he Damn, was in the streets man. of Philly. I've been around all those 10, 15 years. No fucking ain't buying nothing for somebody. So yep. he's got a great ear. Yeah. There's a guy named Salim at 300 Entertainment. Mm-hmm. 300's killing it. Mm-hmm. It's an A&R to look out for, you know, and, and been around. Um, those two guys as far as that. You yeah. know, management. My man Anthony, who manages Future and Nas. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched him really climb up. Mm. Climb up the ladder. Wow. Like, you know paid his dues yeah mm-hmm. you know it's a great movie people should watch he passed away Jerry Weinshaw but his way it's a documentary how a guy started the mail and wound up managing Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley mm-hmm. and people should go check out um, wow. you know so um, artist wise I mean producer wise you know Murder Beats I watched him come up yep. as a youngster um, for a couple of years now and yeah. you know I had a relationship with him so love Murder. he's dope but it didn't yeah. happen overnight for him he got a good team too yep. shout out Corey's manager but mm-hmm. um, artist wise um, you know, as a kid out in um, L.A., A.D. Okay. A.D.'s dope. Um, shit. Is he unsigned? T. AD? Grizzly. T. Oh, yeah, he yeah, signed. He signed. Um, T. Grizzly. He's oh, on T. Grizzly. 300 out of uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see, uh, you know, Don Q's and the whole hybrid A. Boogie's blow. I think mm-hmm. A. Boogie's special. A. Boogie, yeah. a Boogie yeah. is very yeah. special. Melodies, and I'm not jumping on that bad wagon. Yep. Um, I like the kid Black, Nipsey, too. Who? Black is dope, yeah, too. Nipsey, mm-hmm. Nipsey still didn't have his day. Yeah, yep. and he's gonna mm-hmm. have his day. He just oh, built yeah. a brand for so long. He's more mm-hmm. of a businessman. He care about all the other dumb shit. Um, <laughs> again, Casanova, I could see him because he gets it mm-hmm. and yep. he's hungry. Um, Dave East, Dave East. I don't really know him. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan though, but I didn't really get to vibe and know him as a person yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to get his ass in with Scott. Yeah, so that means he might. Dave, you know, where are hard. you, man? You gotta it, get in there. You, know, you can have a buzz in New York, but no one knows you in LA. Yeah. You know, yeah. in LA, no one knows you in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could know you, but they don't know your record. Exactly. Oh, PNB Rock, he gonna kill it. Yeah. I think he's gonna do his thing because his work ethic, his story, yeah. the team around him, and his melodies are sick. We did do with him sick. with Scott that are sick, yeah. which one didn't even come out yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, like that, that's, that's a lot of guys. My mind right now. Yeah. Any female artists? Right. Um, you Any know, female I'm, I'm still, artists? I'm, I'm <laughs> still, you know, I, I, f- yeah. I feel like Young M.A. had opportunity. Young M.A. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think that they made a couple of wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should have took some type of deal yeah. at a major because at the end of the day, you need that eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the machine. There's a, there's a Do you girl, think if she catches a record, it's I mean, it, still... listen, I told someone today, like, oh, M.A., Young M.A. fell off. Like, no one falls off. They yeah, might come back. Exactly. Fat Joe proves that every three years. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, one of the realest fat shows. There's a girl signed to Rock Nation out of Detroit, Natasha. Okay. Yeshe. I mm-hmm. keep pronouncing it wrong. She was just on a Big Sean tour. I had an opportunity to get into that with get on the management side. Again, you know, right. things don't work out sometimes because people are intimidated or want yeah. to control it or got mm-hmm. egos and want to do it themselves. But right. um and you know that girl Scissor? Oh yeah. 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 She's dope. Her album. Her album, album, album. crazy. You know, it's when anybody jumps on the Kendrick wave, I know Kendrick is K Dot. Yeah. yeah. I was on tour with him. He was a hype man for J Rock. Wow. I was on a yep. game tour, Nipsey, me, Nipsey, game, and J-Rock, and Ken, K-Dot. Now Kendrick comes. Oh, Kendrick. <laughs> he worked hard. Right. Yeah, he worked yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, these young kids, ah, ah. I'm like, yep. right. do you even know any records from Khaled? And yep. Fat Joe <laughs> on the way up. But did you know, do you know any records besides yeah. that from Fat Joe? Like, yep. So anybody yep. can come back. Or anybody can make a record. True. We can make a fucking record. Mm, yeah. It's true. Um, 
But you know, those in my mind, you know, they're out there, man. There's a lot of artists out there now. There's a lot. I can't keep up. Just so you know, it's so hard to keep up. I can't even. I I just want to know if a lot of them are gonna have ten years. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's That's what my. That's that's what it is. What are you gonna say? Uh, My question too, just with like you know the new wave of like trap rappers who you know I ain't gonna say no names because some of the comments are old, but there's been a lot of comments referencing to like this wasn't real hip hop or. You know, like or they don't know it? their they, history. They don't know it at all. You know, what I'm saying, little Yachty got a lot of flack from making that comment, or somebody in his somebody in his vicinity yeah. made this comment oh. about Pac or whatever. I wanted, to, I was curious to see. I mean, it's quite an obvious like observation, but what is your like real opinion on teachers young on. rappers? Teachers on, yeah. yeah. Teachers on. Everybody got a fucking opinion. You might right. even like my sh- sneakers. I might like yours. You got opinion. Exactly. We hate each other. I think that people around these people should uh, educate them. Exactly. Um. You know, people making fun of like Young Doug or this one, how they dress. Yeah. But I'm like, Andre 3000's a weirdo. Yeah. Exactly. He's super talented. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to understand that. Or CeeLo Green, so to speak. Like, Prince. So, you know, and people been doing it independent from E40 to Too Short mm-hmm. to 8 Ball and MJG out the trunk. But, you know, I think that people need to educate a little yeah, Yachty for saying a comment or this one. Again, a lot of these people don't even know better. They haven't been rapping exactly. more than a year. Yeah. got lucky yeah. or this fell in or the that was, that was his specific. Yeah. That was his case, too. I remember. Or they're like, young, he said, yeah. Yeah, he's so like, young. Educate. Like, yeah. I, I try to educate anybody yeah, that I'm right. around. I had young artists. Sean Kingston was 16 when I started right. rocking with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I educate him a lot about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all about who you're around. I had right. an artist named Man. He had a big wreck with 50 buzzing and stuff. You know, so I've been around Ty Dollar before he blew mm-hmm. up. It's about educating them and teaching them. Yeah. To what, extent, don't want, to what extent? Grab their money. To what extent, though, do you think? Because I feel like for the younger cats, like a little Yachty, so to speak. How old is he? He's like 19, no, 20. Yeah. So there's like how many years of music and like hip hop. It comes with being history. Too. Yeah. You know, yeah. that he needs to study, so to mm-hmm. speak, in order and music that he needs to listen to. Sometimes they don't want to. Sometimes they don't, they don't want, want to. to. They don't need to. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'll run into them and I'll, I'll let them <laughs> right, know. Right, yeah. I'll let them know. <laughs> I'll let them know. But you know what? You know, listen, I sat, I was on tour with Justin Bieber. That was a whole nother one. Right. Yeah. I was there when Justin Bieber couldn't even get a deal yeah. with Scooter. And I, I was like, damn, don't want to sign this kid. I was making calls. They're like, now we're not interested. You know, it needs Hollywood or Disney. And um, we were somewhere close, like upstate New York, coming down and um, to do the garden. But we were in catering. I love catering. So I'm <laughs> sitting there talking to him, and it's on YouTube. And I'm like, yo, bro, about to do the garden tomorrow. You know, you sold it out in like 20 minutes. I'm like, you know, that's Run's house. Yeah. That's motherfucking Run's house mm-hmm. from Run yeah. DMC. Yeah. And I was just breaking him down and teaching him. Mm-hmm. He's looking at me like, you know. And then, you know, till this day, he sees me, he'll show no more love. Right. Because I shut the Nike store down from in Portland. Though. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Sometimes right. people don't want to educate people. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people want to keep them in the dark, keep them right. in the corner because yeah. they up to ulterior motors or whatever. But yeah. I'm going to preach it. Hip hop right. don't know you. I love people it. People yeah. be aloof too yeah. because, I mean, like, even just on a, like, side, like, lifehood, livelihood yeah. note, I knew this kid who tap danced like crazy. Like, he was amazing. He was a white guy. His name was James Awesome. But as much as he knew, he didn't know who Savion Glover was. Yeah. So it's kind of like a thing like where it's yeah. like, yeah, you don't have to know who that is, but because you do what you do so well and this is like a person who set the tone for like everyone yep. that is like you, right. you it you yeah. owe it that much to at least revisit it and like yeah. see what it is, see what, what also you came from or what you can yeah. do, you know. That's true. I, be- I, be- I believe in the giving back thing though, Steve. Like I think I think you do get what you give and mm-hmm. what, you, what you're doing is um, – is, is really amazing man like I, I see it man and the stuff with Scott is incredible man 
Incredible. No, I appreciate it. You give yeah. what you, you know, you get. You know, you get what you give. Yeah. And, like, I've been in New York for, like, a week, two weeks now, and I've been running around and running to people, like, you know, because of social media again. They're like, yeah. damn, <laughs> your story be crazy. Like, when do you sleep? What the fuck? But I'm like, I've been doing this. We just didn't have social media to show it. Exactly. Right. And now people yeah, are exactly. seeing it and keeping up with it. But exactly. we're doing it, just, and it ain't changed. Just the year has been changing. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I don't know. I love what I do. Yeah. It ain't about the money. I don't wake up every day like, how much am I going to make? I just wake up every day, thank God I'm alive. Right. Yeah. What can I do what to empower someone, help someone, yeah. benefit someone, um, give back to someone, mm. yep. give some knowledge, experience, because it's about the choices in life. A lot of people make the wrong decisions and wrong choices. And right now, our country's so fucked up, mm-hmm. and the world is so fucked up, and the younger generation's so fucked up because they're infatuated with the wrong things, and we don't appreciate little things right. i appreciate the littlest things this conversation a dollar bill a, a, a ride yeah. a, a telephone there's people when you travel the world don't got sneakers no food this so we take a lot of things for granted mm-hmm. so everybody out there like don't take nothing for granted especially your mother your father yeah. amen or your blood you know what i mean amen mm-hmm. i was gonna say let's leave off with one jewel but that was the perfect jewel right to end this off with <laughs> right um, in my book though you know the coach lasts longer than the player when, when does it drop um Man, I'm just working on working it. Working on still. Mm-hmm. I like that title. Things that's an amazing, that's, I love it. Things yeah. keep mm-hmm. coming into my yeah. life. Yeah. So, you know, and, and like to all the young people out there listening or whoever, just remember that it's less is more. People are like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, well, just less. If you're going to drop music, don't drop so much. Yeah. Drop less. Yeah. Drop two yeah. instead of 20 trying to get attention. Because mm-hmm. if it's not quality, yeah. Let it's those quality two be over quantity. Fire. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I always tell people like, Man, patience and sacrifice equals success. Yep. Right. You know, you got to really have a lot of patience for this. And if you don't, don't do it. Yeah. And you got to sacrifice a lot. I sacrificed a lot. So yeah. when I hear someone complain like, man, I don't want to go to L.A. and leave my parents for a year. Man, I left them for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like me, but switch it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes success to someone is like a nice watch or a chain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, success, maybe a new house, a new car. Graduated from high school, graduated from college, getting married, having a child. Success is different thing. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. so exactly. always have an end game. <clears throat> always have some structure to your business. Don't be scared to ask someone for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to ask someone for advice. Closed mouth don't get fed, man. Right. You know, and, and never those, take no for an answer. Yeah. Those are the major keys. Yeah. Yeah. I have one last get, question. Wow. Yes, miss. Being that you're now managing a producer and you see how different it is from working with an artist, what do you think? What advice do you have for like up and coming producers? Like seeing what Scott obviously Scott has like a lot of experience, mm-hmm. but seeing what he does, how he works and puts himself out there. What do you think up and coming producers can do to kind of keep that um, going? You know, I gotta get a little story real quick on my <laughs> please. Camera. Let me know when you're doing it. So we on blap chat. <laughs> blap chat. chat. <laughs> no, I've been loving this, man. This is great. Thank yeah. you to all everybody. For appreciate sure. you. Uh, appreciate but you Steve. know, the advice to an upcoming producer is like create your own sound. Right. You know, and stick and learn and stay on top of all these new sounds. And maybe get a co producer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe learn how to play an instrument. Right. Get those drum kits. Send your music out there. Send it organically. Like, don't hit up A&Rs the same way everybody else is sitting up A&Rs. Try to approach the A&R different or the artist different. And sometimes you have to do some stuff and give away some beats in the beginning yeah. or um, do stuff for free in the beginning because to get in where you fit mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So just get your foot in the door. Once you get the foot in the door, network, relationships, get this placement, give this, get that, do this, collab, share, um, help, 
Um, be creative. You think yep. emailing A and R's is too overrated? Yeah, because everybody's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. They're, They're not right. even reading. Take them it back anyway. to the old days. Yeah. If it's on stand outside that fucking right. office, there you go. And wait for them. Give them there a go. flash oh, yeah. drive. Yo, I guarantee no, you. Yeah. I guarantee you, no one is doing that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you do it, it'll fucking work. No one's doing that. No one's doing it. No one's doing that. Like, yo, I got ego. Ego. I got stories of back in the days, right? When you buy a physical album, you could see the A and R's name. Yeah, the address of the record company mm. or the executive producer. Right. I've had two stories that guys would come from different states and took trains, and I come downstairs and be walk out the building. This this office was 79 Fifth Avenue between 15 and 16th Street, and they're outside with their radio, and they're playing the fucking cassette. And like, yo, I need you to hear this music. I, I know you work with Bone. You're an A and R for this. And you're like, damn. But that's what people should do when they really mm-hmm. want it. But then that's like, like get it, that's know? that's impressive enough for you to say, you know what, I'm gonna listen. Absolutely, yeah. I'm gonna listen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hear you out. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? That's amazing. That that always that. reminds me of like Wayno, Dave East's manager, yep. when he was like a mailman and he ended yeah. up at Def Jam, and he's like, I'm gonna work here. Yeah. And yeah. he like just waited outside until he got. Yeah. To speak, yeah. I don't think it was Def. I think it was uh, what was it? I think it was Rock, it was Rock it was Nation. Rock, 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 yeah. Rockefeller. Yeah. You gotta, listen, everybody starts at the bottom somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to be humble. Like I started about, everybody started about the best mm-hmm. of them. You're not just gonna walk on a label and get a hundred thousand right, dollars a year. For sure. and that's a lot these days. So you know, yep. you just gotta go out there and just yeah. get, you get what you put in, man. Yep, that's what it is. All right, Jules, man, let's give a round of applause for Steve Lobel. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you sure. so much. Hey, everybody looking for me. I'm approachable. Listen. Um, you can email me. Mm-hmm. You know, my Instagram is reworking. My Twitter is Steve Lobel. You can Google me. I got a little resume and stripes. And, you know, I worked hard, um, which was a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. And just, um, you know, holler at me. And yeah. Steve Lobel Consultant, you know? Yep. Got it. Yep. Keep in touch with Steve Lobel, everything yeah. on social media, what he's doing. And thank you for taking the time. I know you're thank only you. in New York for a little limited yeah. amount of time. So but, enjoy, you know, this man. Is a, this is a great opportunity to give back. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather do this than say to go buy and listen to someone's music in the studio, or go just chill. Or you know, I, I, I'm yeah. backwards. Yeah, I'd rather right. do different than other yeah. people. Like, mm-hmm. You heard it, man. You guys gotta start giving back more. Yeah, all right. And I'm throwing it out there, Steve. We want you to get that. We we need to get that Scott Storch at Ill Minds. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Might be on a plane though, and live from his house. Yes, yes. come on, man. He doesn't I, like to travel, man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Hard. But I'm yeah. trying to set up a press run. Form yeah. because I think now it's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's a good time. That's yeah. great. So you know, yeah. he's in LA. Big, you know, yeah, he's in LA. We gotta we do a blab chat, LA, LA live. Yeah, yeah, get that yeah, blab yeah, chat yeah. to yes, LA sir. or do a Skype. But um, yeah. Billboard mm-hmm. just did a great article on him. Like again, a lot of people reaching out, want to interview him, and I want to make it happen because. Mm-hmm. That's what managers supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, gotta grab him maybe like this or handcuff. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, round of applause for Steve. Yes. Hey. Lobel. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much. All right. Steve's old. That was awesome. That was an awesome conversation. Gems. Guy's gems. been around. He's, he's been around. Yeah, he and I, I love like it's crazy because I've been I've been keeping up with Scott Storch's like comeback. And I'm like in my mind, I'm like wondering like, damn, like how and like who's responsible for this? And it, it, it was Steve, him. man. Steve Steve's the one recording the Instagram story. The yeah, Instagram Right. Videos yeah. it's and putting them on Scott. So you look at his gram differently. <laughs> yeah, you look at it completely it's different. Like Scott's yeah. doing all that. that out. But here's here's the great thing is like by him doing that, now we all know. Right. Or else right. it wouldn't be happening. Well, right. well, it'd be happening off social media. But you know, if you don't post it, it doesn't really count. It doesn't really count. Yeah. Right. So yep. the fact that he's doing that and allowing Scott to be seen in that light. Yeah. 
by you know regular people like us you know what i'm saying we're all special but you know what i'm saying so yeah. like i think that's genius i think him picking up scott was probably it was a an revive. amazing move for scott amazing move. definitely amazing. revived yeah because yeah. yeah, steve sure. is a hustler he doesn't fuck around and yeah. he gets shit done so yep. kudos exactly. to you yeah, steve see that. all right so we are going into our popular segment called blap or grab yes. so this is what we're gonna do guys i'm gonna go into our email which is info at blapchat.com. We're going to uh, randomly choose your beat submissions here, MP3 attachments. Uh-huh. We're going to play a snippet of your beat live on the air. And uh, if we like the beat, we're going to give it a blap. If we don't, we're going to give you a crap. And we're going to attempt to give you constructive criticism. And that's what it is. So if you're interested in submitting for this segment, send one MP3 attachment to info at blapchat.com email subject blap or crap and uh listen guys just keep sending them you know we get hundreds of submissions per day it's a lot of stuff here we're backed up um pause backed up no okay <laughs> so our first submission for today is santo beats uh, is that your brother i was about to say are we related <laughs> mundo and santo mundo and santo <laughs> that's dark I don't know how I feel about the brum brum. Do we, brum. Have, <laughs> do we have other headphones? Yeah. Let's get another pair. I won't be able to hear, it, hear right, it right off of one ear. Huh? Yeah. Keep it going for for perfection. He's definitely using like a VST for the voice mm-hmm. vocals. Prom. The prom is throwing me off. It's the prom. Brum. You brum. can't even spell brum. You can't even spell no. brum. Actually, I can. R R R R U M R U M. You said um. Hey 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 hey. Oh, here we go. Hi hats. Finally, took forever. Oh oh. I got a whole lot of money. Bitches got it. Turn it up. Turn it up a little bit. Philly cheesesteak in my briefcase. Huh. Brown, brown, I got brown, a whole brown. lot of cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. Drugs. Hoes. Got cheesecake. Toes. Money. Money. Cheetos. Money. <laughs> Cheetos. I got cheesecake vegan. Got cheesecakes vegan. Hey. Got cheesecakes vegan. Hey. No dairy. No dairy. Hey. Fuck hey. that shit. Hey. I'm um, lactose intolerant. Hey. <laughs> that shit rhyme. That shit fine. I need that crisp. I need that bread. I'm not talking about that money. I'm talking about bread bread. on the pie. Cheesecake. Talking cheesecake. Eat the carbs. You a loser. I go to juniors. Count your calories. 
Eat that celery. Eat that celery. Hey. Right. Can I start that off? I don't know. Vegan rap. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's a lane somewhere. No. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tell them how you really feel, Ill. For okay, real. So this is how I feel, guys. Humiliation. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like the melodies. I I like the drums. Mm-hmm. Um. I just couldn't get with the, the, the prom prums. Yeah, the prom. <laughs> I wasn't down with the prums. I wasn't feeling the prums. The prum prums threw me off. That just reminds me of Nicki Minaj. Like, like you bitches like can't even spell prom. prom. You can't even spell prum. You can't even spell like, prum. I can see her saying that. I wasn't feeling the prums at all. Like, I yeah. wasn't really feeling that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crap it, but like, I feel like if he tweaks the prums and just like commits to one type, type of like uh, injection for the the female like choir thing mm-hmm. then it could work because the melody was like cool like right. it, it was definitely can hear like a rapper on there um it has potential but I'm yeah crap. yeah i'm gonna i'm definitely crapping that um i thought that it took way too long for me like when the hi-hats and everything came and i was like okay i was like this is kind of cool but it like took way too right. long yeah. and kind of dragged out with boom 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 right. you know so it was brum, cool. Brum, it was brum. cool. It has potential, but it's not, not the it, one. So yeah. I'm crapping that one. Okay. You get it, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crap for me. Next. Yeah. It's a crap for me as crap. well. I don't okay. know who this is, but a crap or it's a crap. crap. It's a prom. <laughs> it's a prom. Salt bay. So that Salt means bay. it's a prom. I don't know who this is, but I don't know who this is, but I do not crap. like the beat. <laughs> so I'm going to have to crap. <laughs> crap that shit. So uh, I'm sorry. But uh, I don't know who I am right now. It's not even glam, you know. I'm just a like Spanish Russian person, so no. I'm gonna talk in my native. Glamcita, okay. Glamcita. Next is this is from Life Life of Golden. Oh, okay. And the, the name of the beat. The, and shout to all of my Filipino listeners from from the island of the Filipino. Philippines. This one is called Style, okay, and it's from from Life of Ab Gordon and okay. um, I am Filipino. Pram. And for those who don't understand, it's life of golden. It's life of golden. Life. Life. L I P E. Top line potential, maybe.
right, that was Life of Golden with Style. Mm. Style. Style? Is that the name of the track? Uh, the name of the track was called Style. Oh, okay. All right, so I'll go first. I'm going to crap that one. Wow. Damn. Okay. I, Damn. I, did like, I did like a lot of the elements of it, though. Um, you know, like the... That was that was okay. I liked the, you know, the bass that came in that boom, boom. I thought that was tough. But as far as the format of the track itself... I didn't really know like when the verses were coming in and then like, you know, it's it kind of sounded a little bit all over the place mm-hmm. for me. I think if it was like, you know, very structured in like a very song format, I probably would have gave it a, a blap. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was just it was very I liked the track. It was very close, but it didn't like wow me, mm-hmm. you know, but good job. But it's not quite a blap for me. Sorry. I like this one way better than the one before. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to crap that. Yeah. It's a crap. Oops. Um, Atlas, you're so bad. The execution was cool. It's just the sound selection Mm. for me. It it was the sounds were a little boring. Like the harp thing. Yeah, they were a little boring for me. He had a nice little guitar thing in there that I like. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. but uh, that was cool. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a crap for me too. Um, I think for me it was it had potential like i kind of heard like a pnb on it maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then like the reason the difference for me in it not getting a blap is the snare it was like way yeah. too low and like the snare is like a big part so yeah, like, like yeah i'm not gonna give you yeah, it was like it was like real low soft. yeah like mm-hmm. everything else is like bring the snare up and like yeah. you know it was cool yeah. it wasn't yeah. like that wasn't bad it wasn't yeah. not a bad blap especially I mean, not a bad when crack. you have that 808 so like in the front like right boom, you need that so snare to really not and then that snare was like kick a little yeah. bit in the back. Like, hey. I agree with you guys. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna crap it. I think it's it's not like a bad crap though. Right. Because mm-hmm. like you can tell that this this guy like there's some cool techniques he was mm-hmm. using. Like he's right. definitely in the pocket. Like yeah. You know, like he's got skill, but like that particular beat wasn't it. So right. Yeah, send crap. something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah keep I it, definitely keep want to hear more. Life of Golden. Life please. of Golden. Good job. Please send us more gold. <laughs> <laughs> send us more life. <laughs> oh no. All right. So next up it was, like, is silver plated. It was like copper, bronzy, (laughs) nickel, foil. Crazy. So next is Preston Davis. And uh, he says here that this is some future shit. Sounds like, he sounds like someone he from Harvard. Harvard. I was like, says like come over. So come on, this come is, on, this Preston. Good, this is my good friend. Go to your room, Preston. Come Pre- on, Preston. Preston. Preston Davis. Damn it, Preston. Are you, I remember. I remember. <laughs> Get those fucking toys up right now. <laughs> I remember going to school with Preston and... Uh, we uh, had a crush on the same girl, and uh, he uh, he slept with her, <laughs> and uh, he uh, I, I I caught them uh, kissing um, in the um, in the um, bathroom uh, in the Harvard. <laughs> Did you study yet? Did you study yet, Preston? I was very jealous. I have to get ready for midterms. And we became good friends, Preston. Did you study yet, Preston? Preston is uh, good with the ladies. Ladies, <laughs> lied. Oh, uh, hopefully it fades, prum, right. fades in. Prum. I think it is. No more prums, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh my God, that's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> this is a crap, guys. I'm just Wait, putting it out a, there. Hey, hold up. Did, was that really a dog? Can yeah, we, yeah. Well, can we rewind. Let me rewind. Why rewind. Did rewind. Is, rewind. That his, is that his Ready? staple? Ready? That's a dog. Is it or like a? Is that like somebody's or something? That's a that's a that's either Rottweiler or Cane Corso. One of one of those. Hey, hey. Got my dogs with me. 
my dogs with me. You know this one. <laughs> no, this my vibe. Got my dogs hey. with me. You got my dogs. I got Oof. my dogs with me. <laughs> <laughs> Where my dogs at? Got my dogs. Hey, I like this. Yeah. It just um, gotta come up. It gotta be, cause right now. I like yeah. the sample, y'all. Yeah. Huh. Put Programming them up. Pull up and pull up. I'll rock out at that. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, man, I gotta turn everything up. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> dog's loud. God, dog damn like, it. The dog's <laughs> out. The dog is out. Uh. What? So, I mean, okay, wait a minute. Because I like the beat. But wait, wait for the dog. Wait, wait. I think it's gonna come back. I feel like I'm in the next room, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Roof. All right. I like damn, it. Damn, man, damn. that shit has so much potential, man. The potential. That shit was damn. corny. Yo. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna <laughs> crap that. Yeah, start it off. Start. I'm off, gonna man. crap that. Crap it. It was actually pretty cool. I think I would like to hear it a little faster, like yeah. like speed up the tempo a little bit, um, raise the sounds, mm -hmm. and take Everything. that dog shit oh, out of there. Go. It just yeah. didn't go with the track Roof. at all. It was like the the dog, whatever it was, was louder, like a little aggressive, and yeah. the track was more smooth. And <laughs> right, it just didn't point. work. Yeah, it was point. like, yeah, I just pictured a barbecue and like a dog just coming through and fucking it up. Oh <laughs> like that's what it sounded like to me. I still liked it though. It just yeah, wasn't it was loud. Cool. It just yeah, <laughs> it's a crap for me too. <laughs> just because yeah, perfection pretty much said like how I feel. So yeah. You guys pretty much said how I feel. Yeah. So. I said it seven seconds in, so you already know what I think. All right, Simon. Bummer. Yeah, that was... Uh, or are you more of a Randy? Are you no, It's a no for me, dog. He's Simon. He's Simon. I, it's Simon. a no for me, dog. It's a no I for do, me, dog. I will say, I like the, the manipulation of the sample chop, but everything else was just like, definitely need to speed it up. The drum programming was like very easy and simple. You know, the, mm -hmm. for, you know, the high, t t just simple hi-hats and... I don't know. I just wasn't really into it. I think if it was sped up and you redid the drums on there, then maybe. Maybe, yeah. What it was. What was. it was right And now. the dog got to go. Get rid of the dog. <laughs> Get rid of the dog. Send us to a ASPCA or rehome him or something. Oh, no. Damn. I was just going to say put him in the yard. But damn. <laughs> damn. There goes I our love ASPCA dogs, sponsorship. Right. I, love I like dogs. ASPCA. I have a huge dog in my house. So. Yeah, we have dogs, man. Yeah. We got dogs. Where, where dogs at? Got my dogs with me. It's like these Ooh, little ass poodles. the dogs <laughs> out. Our next submission is by Pixel. P I X E L. Okay. okay, sounds like some Disney shit. Here we mm -hmm. go, baby. Damn, I feel like I'm at a. Uh, I feel like I'm back home. <laughs> I'm, like a spa in Thailand. <laughs> okay, sir, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> do you like tissue massages? How, how so do you like your massages a, have, from we have, Medium? We have a choice of eucalyptus, it's got a bit of a peppermint. And deep tissue massage. Deep tissue. We have now this turned into a, a spa in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> How um, do you like the intensity of your massages from medium good. to? This sounds like <laughs> this sounds like looking for a good time. Yeah. Hit up one one eight hundred Geisha Girls. <laughs> where, we, <laughs> where we rub you down in all types of oils. Oils, sir. We have. Sir. Lick me all over and butt <laughs> naked. Sir, <laughs> sir, are you, are, sir, are you awake? Sir, sir. Oh my God. You sir? see this? You see this? 
Yeah. Are you awake, sir? Oh my bring god. The hip hop arm back. You got the hip hop hand. You're I was not supposed just. To, you're not supposed to get this. Yeah. I was just massaging yeah, yeah. this gentleman, and I think he passed out, sir. Yeah. <laughs> sir. Wow. He's not <laughs> moving. Sir, your oh massage my time god. is up. Sir, your massage time is over, sir. <laughs> I need sixty more minutes. I think the music killed him. <laughs> no. All right, man. It's not like a Damn. weird geisha okay. porn. Can I start that off? <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> Sorry, that's Bingo. where my mind went. <laughs> um, Bingo. I uh, I think I actually do think that that track has a lot of potential for like that type of thing. Yeah. Honestly, no. Listen, right. no, <laughs> no. Porn? Yeah. listen. It no, just sounds like you're going up an elevator, yeah. or like no, in a spa. Exactly, but like the spa porn. music. Don't sleep on spa music. I'll tell I don't you sleep why. On, well, because that's the well, point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not in the literal <laughs> sense. Okay. I mean, I fall asleep at the spa sometimes, right, right. but like, there's like, you know, soundtracks Word. of oh, like yeah. that right. stuff. You know, there's I, I think that's a great song yeah, for, for one sure. of those soundtracks. Honestly, yeah. there's companies that get paid a lot of money because I've worked at mm-hmm. a company that paid this really? company a lot of money to gather songs like that for their spa. And it's a huge gym franchise. I'm not going to say which one. Wow. And wow. they pay this company tens of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. To get songs like that played nice. throughout oh. the speaker system. Nice. Like, yeah. while I'm getting my shit, bro, I would love to Fast. hear this. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Getting a facial? Yo, I'm saying, like, yo. I would be like, what? what is listen. going on in here? Like, <laughs> if I heard that, I'd be like, yo. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to blap that. Oh. Oh. Wow. 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 All right. He's blapping the fuck out of that. Wait. <laughs> Strike. Um, I'm gonna blap it from the sole reason of that. I think that he can he can license that, and this guy can make bread. Yo, if you do an EP with all just shit like that, there's a market for that, man. That's what I'll say. Right. Huh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like, right. I'm like, uh, I'm do I it. like it though? I'm gonna do crap I like it. it. I'm friggin' I'm gonna crap it. Brown paper I think bag. He, yeah, I think <laughs> I think it terrible. has potential. And I agree with you as far as like the licensing. Yeah. Right. But I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. I think if I was at a spa, if I was at like Spa Castle or if I was like yeah. going up the elevator at fucking yeah. you know, bird offs. Yeah. It might be you know, and I feel like music. I feel like the intent it was made, and I listen. I could completely be wrong, but I feel like the intent that was made for that track was to be to have an artist on it. You know, because you hear the drums on it. If it that's like, the case, then it's a it's a crap. Right. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I like. That's what I'm feeling. And listen, yeah. I can be completely wrong. You know, um, but. Yeah, man, that was. T- yeah. I feel like he was confused. He wanted to do like, oh, let me get some type of uh, Asian influence in here yeah. and make it a hip hop kind of track. Yeah. Good idea, but I just uh, execution yeah. was not well done in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. All right. All right. So next we have it was a crap for me too. Crap. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> crap, <laughs> crap. No, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Next up, we have Middle East. Here right. we go. Okay. Darling. Finally, someone with some the levels up. Yeah. Change the intro. I would even get rid of the intro yeah. completely. Yeah. 
kick is too loud. Just a little bit, right? You me, I'm crapping that. it. Damn, I'm crapping it. Yeah, mm. it was cool. I was it. The mix was better than the first four, mm-hmm. I right. believe, that we mm-hmm. played. Um, I think the kick was a little loud. It was cool, but it's like didn't stand out to me as special. It's like yeah. I feel like I've heard a. Yeah. I have a million of those tracks in my email that get sent to me every day. You know what I mean? So. It was cool. I mean, you know, but for me to blap, like, I gotta love it. I gotta be like gotta super be excited about it. And yeah. like, ah, I mean, what do you guys think? I just, it was just okay right. for me. It was kind of boring. Kind of, I, I mean, okay, the kick was a little high. Mm-hmm. And then, like, aside, from, I like the snare, but I think it's like the same thing I said maybe last week with the samples. Like, he didn't have to do much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, how much of the sample did you really use and like how much right. did mm-hmm. you actually add yourself right. and that's not yeah, like he just say, like layer drums and that wouldn't, right. take, that's what and that wouldn't take away if it was a blapper crap or not because if you did that in the sample and it made sense then yeah but it's like yeah yeah anyone could have did that it's not bad but like it's just like i don't know also like push the sample back just a little mm. bit because sometimes when it's like two on top it sounds like right. when right, it right, should right. just really be like yeah. Right, right, right. Push it back, a back. Bit. Yeah. Perfection, what did you think? I'm going to crap that. Um, I think that the sample in the intro wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his mix is better than what we've heard as far as levels. But I think he needs to mix it a bit more and mix it a bit more in the sense of a lot of the sounds sounded like they were on top of each other. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They weren't in their own pockets. Um, and then transitions. I feel like it was just like... Mm-hmm. A hook looped where like some of the drums you know and instruments didn't come out they were just there the entire time and i would have liked to hear a transition where you know take some of the drums out and and things like that so that's gonna be a crap for me yeah, yeah. you guys said it all yeah i'm gonna crap it it's just too easy and and like it just sounded like the drums are layered on mm-hmm. and it just could have been a little more interesting yeah um and again like that's kind of beats been done like a million times yeah. You know, so. All right, so next we have 32 keys. That's an interesting Mm. number. I like the sample. is not in key. I'm sorry. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, but it's just a little, a little off. Mm-hmm. 
can turn that all the way up. Half time. This I fuck with. This if this was like the majority of the track, I think I'd really, really like it. That shit is hard. I don't like that bleep. Yeah. Too cliche. Yeah. All right. If it stood in just the halftime the whole time, I would have, I would have, I would have blapped that. If it was in the mm. halftime, you're gonna frump it. I would have frumped it. Um, right. it's a crap. Yeah, right. but since it wasn't, and it's just, I don't know. In the beginning, I think actually the, it had the 808 was actually in key, but it just, I don't know. It was just because that sample was moving <clears throat> with melody, like boom, 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 right. and then the 808 was all over too. So it was just like kind of having them mesh together was a little tough. But when he went into halftime. That shit was hot, where it was mm-hmm. where the 808 was just like the one note, yep. and then doing those quad like hi hats, and then that snare was yeah, kicking it was more in. interesting, way more fun. I think that should be the actual track itself. If he would have did that and just kind of sequenced it, you know, based mm-hmm. around that, I would have definitely, definitely blapped that. But right. since he didn't, I'm crapping it. Cool. Right. I'm gonna blap that. Hey, 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 hey. I actually like it. I like the fact that he's like when when he did the transition it went in halftime because mm-hmm. I feel like if it wasn't that it would have sounded too repetitive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I like that transition I think there was something about the 808 that I wasn't too much of a fan of maybe it was just the 808 pattern you could play around with it mm-hmm. um, and then that riser effect I think is just too cliche you can mm-hmm. use something else to kind of transition, transition. it back into the hook but mm-hmm. I like that Agre- agreed mm-hmm. I was burping wrong hole sorry <laughs> wrong hole fool. no but um yeah i i would say i'll, I'll crap it no 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 sorry actually i'm gonna blap it hey hey, hey. um i'm gonna blap it because it was executed well um the sub was probably stupid high because you turned it down yeah i did so out there was a part where like the 808 kind of <clears throat> solos yeah and i was like imagine if that shit was turned all the way up yeah. so just i would say definitely check your subs and you know what do they say clear the uh the lows <laughs> clear the highs you know what i'm saying yep. like you know what i'm All saying make it, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and fill up the bottom and um don't make it so like distorted and crazy because yeah. it kind of overpowered the rest of the track but it was a nice track yeah fill up fill up the bottom <laughs> um i'm gonna Fill the bottom one more time. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna crap it. But I'm with Atlas. I'm, I'm with all you guys. My favorite part was the halftime part. So mm-hmm. if he took the halftime part and and like made the beat based off of that section, I think this shit could have been like fire. Because the sample was dope. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was too much. Like too, too. Like it was too expected. Like everything was expected. It was like bum 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 bum. But mm-hmm. so you know you need to. The halftime made it interesting. So. Um, and then trying oh. to to write over that when that 808 was just going all over it sounded mm-hmm. cool but trying right. to write something to that right. probably really tough right. sure. yeah yep all right um so let's get coming to the stage coming to the stage this is our last one this is from Dolo Zay all right <clears throat> The 
almost there for me. You know? Producer drops out. Listen to this track, bitch. Jesus. Okay, you guys want to start <laughs> <What>? that one? Prump. It's a prompt for me. Prump. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really like the snare. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just didn't really like it. I'm sorry. Not really though, because I gotta tell you that. Send something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna crap that. I think the snare was a little too that. low yeah. compared to the snare. kick. And there were some cool elements about it, but it just was a, a miss oh, for me. Yeah. Atlas? Sorry, right. I'm sleeping. Um, I think it's a crap, <laughs> um, which is not a surprise, but I think that the miss for me personally, I th- the mix needed some work, but the, like that melody was just too repetitive and it just, and it just like kept going. The and it was just like the same thing over if it maybe would have went somewhere or like did a different note on maybe like the four right before coming into the one but yeah it just wasn't it dude so i'm gonna have to crap that one sorry yeah unfortunately i'm going to crap it as well i just i agree with all you guys um the snare could use work but like i thought it had potential Mm -hmm. but it's just just like almost there because i like the way the track started like the um samples were cool Mm -hmm. but um it was a miss yeah it was a miss it was definitely a miss yeah almost there though close almost there all right so that's it not 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 bad not bad too bad bad. this couple of blaps there weren't any there weren't any there that were like terrible like oh my god this sucks yeah um it was decent I can't wait till we get our next unanimous blap. Yeah, yeah we're waiting we for that. that. I know it's yeah. coming soon. I know so, it's coming soon, guys. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, listen. Uh, if you want to submit for blap or crap, send one MP3 attachment to info at blapchat.com. Email subject blap or crap. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed. Shout out to Steve Lobel yes, for coming through shout. and dropping those gems. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you follow us, subscribe to us. We got a lot of really cool guests coming, of course. We could try to deliver this every week to you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't be afraid to email us, tweet us, you know, hit us up on our accounts. And, uh, you know, we want to know what you guys think. Uh, what you guys want to um, you know know on the show what you guys want us to talk about mm-hmm. and maybe some you know different guests that you would like to see on uh, on the podcast just hit us up and let us know I'm excited for next week's guys we're not going to say who it is on the air but yeah it's yeah, going to be phenomenal alright so we'll see y'all next week we out peace, peace. Blap chat.